in a world where blockbuster movies are made and enjoyed. Millions of people watch them, awards are won, careers are launched, cinematic works of greatness are produced each year, and these two knuckleheads haven't seen them. You're listening to The List We Missed, where we finally watch the movies that everyone else already has. Hi, Snotface. Fuck. I wore the shirt. I wore the shirt to help remind you, and you missed it. How's it going, Jackie? Hi, Meep Meep. Hi, Snotface. <laughs> it's all saying in. I can't wait for it. And hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of The List We Missed. Yeah. I'm not sorry. Okay. That's okay. You know what? It's, you know what? This is the last time. I'll start calling you Jackie again. <laughs> I can't help it. It's force of habit. I get into a cadence. No, you're, and you're right. You're right. It's I, like I, if, if you said, hey, Jackie, first, it would be all no, of us. It feels weird. You're right. You're right. I This was the last one for a good long while. I'll pull it out of my sock some other time. Sounds good. I don't know why I said sock. It's probably supposed to be hat, but whatever. That's fine. We so. can keep stuff in your socks. That sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, friends, today we are talking about a movie from 1968, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yeah, they use more classical music than the Looney Tunes in this one. Right? So, welcome to uh, pretentious fuck Stanley Kubrick. Um, wow. Okay. That's I'm setting not the tone. A, I'm not a big fan that of is... Stanley Kubrick. Um, I can't remember. Did we watch the Stanley Kubrick This is our first one. This is our first one. This is our first okay. one. Um, he's done The Shining. Um, he's done Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, was he, did, he do, did he do Clockwork, Clockwork Orange? Okay. I've seen a Clockwork Orange. So... I've only seen clips of A Clockwork Orange. I started to watch Full Metal Jacket and was like... I saw the first half of Full Metal Jacket. I maybe made it like 15 minutes in and went, this movie makes me feel uncomfortable. Yep. I don't have to watch it. And I I understand that that's like the point. Like I understand that we're like showing... No. I get it. But it's again, like I was watching it kind of just... It's a brutal... Yeah, brutal, like brutal. I was watching it for S's and G's, and I was like, you know what? I don't have to do this on purpose. <laughs> I don't have to make myself. So yeah, I turned it off. Um, the Shining. Obviously, I have some gripes with The Shining because of what he did with the source material. Um, but not unlike The Shining, we have to give credit where credit is due. That Stanley Kubrick artistically makes some really, really beautiful. You can't even call this a beautiful movie. We have to elevate it and call it a beautiful film. Um, <laughs> film, it, film is the difference. It, it really is. I mean, this is this is a this is a picture. This yeah. is a film. Yeah. It, it really is absolutely stunning. It. It's also my, kind of confusing and boring. The, but, the uh, <laughs> note the note I wrote down is quote I feel like I've watched a piece of art, not because. Everybody around me tells me it's a piece of art, but because I recognize that this movie is a piece of art. That being said, I am way too stupid to think that it's a masterpiece. (laughs) 
Yes. Much like much like when I go to like, you know, the Philadelphia Museum of Art or whatever and I, I'm sitting there I'm like, it's a picture. That's yeah. cool. On on the surface, I can see what's happening in the film because I have working eyeballs. You know, there <laughs> you know, we we are at the dawn of man and there is this large monolith that apparently is imparting some wisdom because suddenly Is that what that was doing? That's my, this is my reading of it, okay. is that somehow, you know, there's this giant black monolith, the, the apes are there, they the touch it, monkey the whole suits, nine, yeah. yes. And, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're, they know then, how to use tools. Yeah, like they, they gain the, the knowledge to, to use tools. Then we skip ahead <clears throat> millions and billions of years and, and now we're <laughs> on, you know, this spacecraft that's heading to Jupiter and, and all these places. Yeah. And so, and then like, I, the movie... There is a lot of scenes in this movie without dialogue. Yeah, like the a whole lot. first. A lot I think of I read, uncomfortable silence. There, this movie is two and a half hours, I think. About that. And I believe that I read about eighty minutes are without dialogue. Yeah, it was, but like some some of the moments without dialogue are really really good. Like mm-hmm. the scene in. So first off, like this this movie in my interpretation, was able to be split up into three different parts. You had the beginning part where you had the monkeys. Uh, mind you, my note is a lot of monkeys, 10 minutes of monkeys. Uh, but then but then it cuts into in the future where the, there's a dude going to, to not Mars, the moon, and then they find a monolith on the moon, and then it cuts. And then we get to, we're traveling to Jupiter, Right, and we have this entire section where with, with with Hal and Jupiter and all that good stuff, and then it cuts again, and then it's we're at Jupiter, and it's whatever that was, <laughs> it was art, uh, but yeah. like like yeah, it was it was it was split up into three parts. But what I was trying to get to was the section, uh, the middle section with uh, the tra- traveling to Jupiter, where the guys out in space, and all you hear for so long is just the breathing. breathing. Yeah, that got I, annoying. <laughs> I was so engulfed in it, and I don't know why. Any other time, I would have been like, this is stupid, this is dumb. And in the back of my mind, that was definitely there. But I was so just like, Were you? this is terrifying. This is so terrifying, because at any moment, something bad could happen. The, when he gets out of the stupid orb, and he just decides to launch himself to the thing, it's like, you could have just instead just... Grabbed onto the ship all the way down <laughs> instead of launching yourself without any sort of ca- eh, okay. I was terrified. I was I was wow. I was waiting for something to happen. The it's it's a very it's a very slow burn kind of movie. Yeah, I did. It did like I said. I did the part you know when we're now in the future and we're traveling with Doctor Haywood. Um, and it is, it's interesting because, like, it's set up where it's like, oh, there's something going on, um, but we're not really going to talk about it. Like, <laughs> I'm not at liberty to say. So you know some shit has gone down. And what you discover when we get to that part of the movie where we have our two astronauts and HAL 9000 is yeah. our onboard computer, you know, a la Star Trek, you know. Yeah. That was, it became revealed during that part that like, oh, by the way, here's what your mission really is. Like, we found this monolith, the whole nine. I had read a theory that Hal 9000 was somehow connected with the monoliths. 
And one of the reasons he was trying to stop them from going there was, like, it was going to fuck with it somehow. I forget what the theory was, but it was like he is somehow either connected or became influenced by the monoliths because of, like, the radio transmission. Yeah. Um, the parts when we get to it's just the two astronauts and Hal traveling to Jupiter. Yeah, the middle section. That is where It's the most interesting note, moment. I, I said that's... A, and, I mean, we have already been in this movie. I mean, that's the last hour of the movie. So we've already had about an hour and a half. Like, a regular length of movie has already gone by before it really gets interesting. Well, it's because we spent so much freaking time with the monkeys. <laughs> We only spent like 20 minutes with the monkey. Yeah, it's, it's so much time. So much time. And for, were, for a movie called A Space Odyssey, we spent a lot of time on a planet. There were a lot of scenes in this movie that like editing could have been done. Like things could have just been cut a lot more. I, I don't disagree with that. But at the same time, I feel like if they had done, if they had cut things out, then the, the, all feeling you would that you got from watching it, recognizing that it's a piece of art, that it's a film, would have been lost. Like, no. like for the sake of story and pacing, yeah, cut it out. Yeah. But if if that's not your goal, if your goal is to show how cool you are and sure. how good you can how good you can make something look and stuff, mind you, definitely thought that I was watching Star Wars a couple different times because of how things looked. Not going to talk about that. Star Wars came out later, but still. Yeah. <laughs> See, and I have to be a thousand percent transparent that I go into this movie with preconceived notions of not being the biggest fan of Stanley Kubrick. So I I come in with, I don't want to say I have a bad taste in my mouth, but like I came into this movie, like when the movie started. Well, you already didn't like him because of The Shining. And like the first few minutes, it's like. Ten minutes of monkeys? No, no, no. Before that, where it's just black. Oh, for yeah. like a couple minutes, I did think, and I, then it started. I, I thought, thought that, I thought I was, was wrong. Yeah, yeah, I thought something was wrong with HBO. Like something isn't right, and that's when I was like, "Kubrick, you pretentious wad!" Like, what fair, are you doing? He also in, they they also put in an intermission. Like that was yeah. pretty funny. You know, with that one, I didn't mind. I didn't mind that because that's much. something that happened in classic films. Yeah, like I said, Gone yeah. with the Wind has an intermission. Oh yeah, like and and not for nothing, they didn't they didn't have the title card that said overture. Right. But again, same thing with classic movies. So many movies used to start with an overture, mm-hmm. and then the movie started Gone with the, again Gone with the Wind. Like it literally has a title card that's like overture. And then the movie starts, and then there's intermission. Right. So he he did stick with that that formula of movie. Um, I, Just would have been nice if it wasn't a black screen, right? Yeah, <laughs> give me some warning. It's 2023. Uh, <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't think they thought about 2020. They thought about 2001. 2000. They thought about 2001. Um, so yeah, so it gets it gets interesting. Hal is trying to stop them, and I don't I mean, think he's trying to stop them. He, but he kills them. Like I, he, but no, he, he he said that his mission, that the mission was too important, and that the humans are going to mess it up. I interpreted that as I'm going to Jupiter to take care of this mission. Oh, I didn't no, take that's like you're going to mess up the mission because you're going to take me out. So therefore, I'm going to take you out so that way I can t- continue the mission. See now, and I took it as again this, and that goes with that theory that, theory, that yeah. Hal is somehow connected with them. I don't disagree that he could potentially that yeah. Hal could be potentially connected somehow. I don't disagree with that, but I'm saying I don't think that he is trying to stop the mission. I think okay. it's I think I think that Hal is 
Hal was like, I'm getting there. This is happening. You're going to try and stop this because you're a human. So we're going to get rid of that real quick. They, he did bring up the point. Hal brought up the point of human error. Yeah. The, you know. Um, the So they... Hal ends up, you know, fucking with them. Anybody that was in hibernation, he kills. He mm-hmm. ceases their life. Which was a terrifying moment to watch. To me, the scariest moment is when the one astronaut... Is just flailing around in space. That, well, that was kind of creepy. No, uh, when he finally gets to, like, the power source and he shuts Hal down. Yeah, okay, my note there. My, so so <laughs> Hal is trying to talk to Dave that entire time Dave's in there. Yeah. And Dave's on a mission. He's like, You're, Hal, I'm taking Hal out. Like, I yeah, can't he allow ha- that. He has to because he and, won't survive. And so, so he gets there and he's quiet the whole time. And Hal is talking to him, explaining his rationale, getting to a point of pleading. Yeah. My note is... Why is Dave more of a robot than Hal? Is that what this movie is going for? Ooh, that's a good take. Right? That's like, a very good and take. Then, and then when he is, this was, again, I recognize that it's brilliant. I don't know why it's brilliant. I don't know how it's brilliant. I just know that it is. Watching Dave kill Hal by destroying his memory and Hal the entire time going, I'm scared. I can feel my memory leaving. You know, like, that whole thing, it was just crazy to watch. And then, of course, you have the daisy at the end. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Hal was like, you know, I remember I was taught a song. And Dave was like, sing it. Or he goes, like, can I sing it for you? And Dave was like, yeah, sing it for me. So he starts to That's, sing the that, song. that felt super serial then, killer but murdery. Like, as he's singing it, it he's gets powering and down. droning. Oh, God. yeah, that it part was, was so legitimately scary. It was, and honestly, like the way I took that moment was, uh, be, so Dave was taking out the memory banks of Hal. So like, because he was taking out memory banks, eventually Hal was like, oh, I remembered that I used to know this song. Can I sing it? Like it was, it was poetic. Uh-huh. I don't know how it was. Yeah. Yeah. It just, what I, I wish I could understand this more. There's something happening here and... Again, I am too stupid or too lazy to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, but. it's like I get the surface stuff of what's going on. Like I get that there are these monoliths. I get that these monoliths have meaning. There has to be I a know deeper we're meaning going here. to them. But yeah, then after that part, after we take down Yeah, Hal, after Hal, it would just turn into an ass Which, trip. by the way, the only thing I honestly knew about this movie, the absolute, I cannot do that, Dave. It is. The only thing I knew about this this movie was, I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. See, that now, the only thing I knew well, about this Like, movie. I knew that, too. And I know about I, I knew about Daisy. Like, the oh, Daisy see, song. see, I didn't know that. No, I knew about the Daisy song. I, like, I heard that in different parodies of things. But, like, because I knew that 2001 Space Odyssey was a thing, because I knew about I can't do that, Dave, I, because I knew of Hal, because I knew this and that, I expected Hal to be a major, a, a more major role in this i expected i expected the movie to do that first half with the monkeys and the that the, the, the whatever and then i expected the back half to just be hal and the people and uh, and the movie ending with hal having killed everybody and just hal in space instead we got whatever we got but the, the last like half hour of this movie was it only a half hour? I think it was about the last half. Oh hour. god, it felt so much longer. Um, so Dave that entire is, section where he's just losing his mind. Dave is now completely alone, <sighs> traveling 
toward the monolith and Jupiter. He finally gets to Jupiter. And it's like a, <sighs> like, basically it's an acid trip. Like, back in the day, like, in, in the early 2000s and the late 90s, when me and my friends would go see laser light shows at you the Franklin You could have seen this. Yeah, seriously, like, you basically get a laser light show. All these colors and everything are flashing by. And I was desperately, playing. desperately, desperately trying to find a pattern with all that. Were and, you? And, and I couldn't find one. And and so Dave... I needed it to make sense, but it was so abstract. I was just, oh. He goes into this like really ornate and beautiful room and then sees himself as, I guess, like a middle-aged man, like older than he is now. Yeah. And then the middle-aged... Dave sees like old dying in your deathbed Dave in his literal deathbed and then the deathbed Dave sees a monolith and then suddenly just a half hour of no talking yeah like a bright flash of light and then we have fetus deathbed Dave becomes fetus Dave but then the fetus is actually almost like shining the sun's light on the earth because yeah it gets real trippy acid you know big brain trip. place <laughs> it is and honestly like i i the movie was okay um i don't want to say it's two and a half hours of my life that i'll never get back but i do feel that way i am grateful I'm, that i watched it yeah i, was saying, I am not, not grateful I, I am not grateful that it took as much time as it did i am not ever anticipating watching this again i'll never watch it again no. uh, but again I recognize that it is significant. I recognize that there is something about it that made it what it is and why it's parodied and why people know about it. I recognize that it's beautiful and ornate and and a piece of art. There's oh, just God. something we're not getting. <laughs> There's something I'm yeah, not getting. Yeah, and I'm sure that with like three keystrokes to Google, we could get No, I'm a too myriad. lazy. I don't want to know. Yeah, like we could get a myriad <laughs> I will of go into a rabbit hole if I do that, and I don't want of that. Of what it means and what it could oh. mean, and here's this theory. But yeah, I I don't like it enough no. to do that. No, no. That's like, I liked it enough that I'm like, I can agree that it is visually beautiful and we'll put a... I'll be Feather happy. In, in Kubrick's cap on that one, but I did not like enough to, to A, ever watch it again, or B, do any further research on it. I movie. will be happy to maybe go back to that middle section and watch that middle section again from, yeah. the, from the start of the mission to when he kills Hal and called a day there and that's it. Yeah. But, like, I don't need the beginning. I don't need the monkeys. I don't need the end. I don't need the fetus. Like, yeah. give me that middle section because that was the most entertaining part. That yeah. was the most... For me, that was the most thought-provoking part. The other stuff was just like, alright. But the middle stuff, I like. I could sit here and I can analyze it for a while, and like we like we did, like we talked about, like I could sit there for a while talking about that middle stuff. But I no, I never want to watch this movie again. Yeah. I, I don't need to. I don't want to. I'm not gonna recommend it to anybody. I, say, I don't even know. I think that like part of me would say that I would only recommend this to movie, movie people to like movie people but I feel like movie people have already seen this movie which is why we have a podcast <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah I feel like if you are somebody that is like movie buff you, you've already you've seen already, this movie you've watched this movie because you have a because of a film class you took in college like yeah. like that's what this is and we didn't because we didn't and here we are now and I, I'm thinking back on it. I'm like, I am uncomfortable with with the movie. Like, okay. there, well, because there are so many moments that just made me go like, 
Oh God. Yeah. yeah, but like the isolation comes through. Like yeah. the isolation yeah. and the yeah, nothingness does. of space comes through. Yes. Yeah, it does. I, I there were so many there's there are so many good moments for this film, but there are just as many what the heck is going on moments that yeah. I like that just totally counter it. So yeah. Yeah, I this movie. Yeah. <laughs> So let's talk about the other movies from 1968. Oh, we didn't do 1968 yet. We have not done 1968. So we get to dive in to not only the pop culture, but the top 10 grossing movies of 1968. And I have heard of almost all of these, so I'm proud of myself. Quick question before we dive into that. Yeah. One person to play the role of Hal in the 2001 Space Odyssey current day 2023 remake. Who is the voice of Hal? Who is the voice of Hal? Um. Who do you want as the voice of Hal? To play the same role as Hal, to basically do everything the same, who is the voice that will terrify you with the monotone talk? Can't be Morgan Freeman. Can't be, no. It wouldn't be Morgan Freeman. Right. Honestly, I, I keep trying to think of somebody else, but my brain keeps flashing. Um, oh, what the fuck's his name? Who's super hot? Um, fucking Mandalorian. What's his name? Oh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Okay. Um, but I think that's because, like, in my head, I'm hearing his Mandalorian voice, uh-huh. and I feel like that. I feel like Pedro Pascal's. Like, you take Mandalorian voice, and then you bring it monotone. Mm-hmm. And I keep trying to think of somebody else, but, like, that's what my brain... That's my gut instinct. My brain keeps giving me Pedro Pascal. I can see Alan Tudyk because he did such a good job with K2SO. That's true. That's true. That's, All where, right. that's where my brain goes. That's okay, fair. I was just curious, because, like, that's... that Like, that role, I feel like, is the role that you need to have. Yeah. Anybody could play Dave. Anybody could play the guy that died. Anybody could sit yeah. in a... You need somebody to be Hal and do it justice. So, okay. I like that. Right? I do. Well, I, I really liked what you did with the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I really wanted to know. Anyway, okay. Okay, so Movies 1968. from 1968 that you know and I probably don't. Number one movie from 1968, Barbara Streisand in Funny Girl. Okay. You don't know Funny Girl? I know girls who are funny. Does that count? You're funny. I am funny, but it's not me. It's oh. Barbara Streisand. Okay. It's a musical. It's actually currently on Broadway right now, oh. I believe. Okay. Um, okay, so that's number one. Num- <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Number two, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Ah, sucks to be you. You had the two and the one in your title and you didn't get number one. <laughs> ah, sucks. Number three, The Odd Couple. Not know. the TV show, but the movie. No, no? no, it's 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 a comedy. It's pretty funny. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, that sounds like an odd. Uh, uh, Do you know a, a the comedy. TV show on Couple? No, but it sounds like it would be a, like the title sounds like it would be yeah, a comedy. Like it's like you, it you know, can't you be a, two, that can't be a thriller. It it's can't like be. it's like Bert and Ernie. You've got two roommates, <laughs> and like one is very neat and orderly and prim and proper, and right. the other one's a slob. Gotcha. And the odd couple. Okay. okay. Uh, number four. This one I've never heard of called Bullet. No. No clue. Uh, number five, Romeo and Juliet. There is a very... With Leonardo DiCaprio? No, oh. no. I forget who is in it. I can see the girl. I can't think of her name at the top of my head. But this is one that, like, at least when I was in high school, yeah. like, when we read Romeo and Juliet, this we then watch. watched the 1968 Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Um, number six, another movie musical, Oliver. And company. Please, sir, can I have some more? 
And company. Well, no, not the dogs. Not the no. dogs. And this cat. is this is like. No, I know all of them. This is like the prostitutes and yeah, the yeah, little yeah, homeless yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, number seven, Rosemary's Baby. You stop with that smile. You stop with that face. No, you stop with that. Satan had no. sex with Rosemary and had a baby, but it wasn't consensual. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, no. Her husband made a deal and he got famous and he was like, Yeah, I'm pregnant my wife. And then like they tried to make her think she was crazy. But did it's the, fine. did the husband then divorce the wife? No, no. Like he was all on board. He's like, Yeah, I'll get famous. Satan, go ahead, you make a baby with her and you know, we'll just make it work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you would actually. I, I don't would, you dare say you think I would enjoy this movie. It's 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 scary, but like not image wise scary. But like it's very like it makes you think. It's a very psychologically scary movie. I don't know. I feel like Rosemary's Baby is something you might be able to handle. So number eight, and somewhat having you know resemblance to this movie, but uh, or I should say somewhat having resemblance to two thousand one A Space Odyssey. Number eight, Planet of the Apes. You know, so I did crack a joke when I was watching the beginning of 2001 Space Odyssey where it was just all the monkeys. I was like, I didn't realize I was watching Planet of the Apes. Like, I, I yeah, okay. That's yep. funny. That's, that's, okay. That's cute. Number nine, yours, mine, and ours. I feel like I've heard of that. They did a remake of it. I want to say like in the 2000s. Okay. Um, but same thing. Cute little family comedy. Oh, I thought you were going to say same thing. Devil has a baby. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Yours, mine, and ours. <laughs> Satan's little babies. No. Um, yeah, like it was a, it was, a, I think kind of like along the lines of like, like the Disney remakes where they remake yeah. like the older movies. Yeah. Um, and number 10, a movie I have not heard of, I know nothing about, but it is called The Lion in Winter. Nope. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay. So moving Great. on. Great. Moving on to pop culture and what is happening in 1968. Okay. So on January second, no, oh. I'm sorry, no, on in January okay. of 1968, the second successful heart transplant takes place with a U.S. surgeon doing the transplant. Wow, that's super cool. Yeah, I wonder how many successful heart transplants are happening present day. Just, I mean, just to see just what, the, yeah. just to know what that. <laughs> I'd love to, yeah. Like in one day, there's probably like. I mean, at this point, like I think base, like I know, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to say that heart transplants are simple, but with the advancement of that's technology, what I'm, that's that what we I'm have, wondering. Yeah. Average successful heart transplants in 2022, 42,888 organ transplants were performed in the United States. Heart transplants increased overall uh, to 4,169 in 2022. Versus 1968, where the second, second. <laughs> successful, yep. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Although I guess there's an argument to be made that because the population's so massive, you have more opportunities. But that's true. But still, that's, true, but that's still. still pretty cool. Uh, 1968, we saw the debut of a couple of TV shows, including Doctor Who, really, and Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, also, in the toy industry, Hot Wheels. Yo! The first Hot Wheels came out in 1968. They're still going. So, in 1968, they didn't have movie ratings. There was no, like, G rating, PG, PG-13, really? anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, because of that, um, a little movie called uh, Night of the Living Dead 
had a Saturday matinee. And there were no ratings, so, you know, you could just go see Night of the Living Dead. No, no, no. In food news, after a successful run the year prior in Pittsburgh, in 1968, the Big Mac is added to all McDonald's menus in the United States. And still there today. Today. Have you ever had a Big Mac? I've it's, never had a Big Mac. It's my preferred sandwich Is from it? McDonald's, yeah. I've always been wigged out by like a burger sauce. I have no idea what it is. It's Thousand Island dressing. I don't, I've never had Thousand Island dressing, it's, so I don't. It's, it, it's mayo and ketchup? Yeah. yeah essentially? It, yeah, and, and relish. Like yeah. it's not, it, there's some mustard in it. it it's it's yeah. not anything worth the right home. I've, I've never had a Big Mac. My my go-to for the longest time was... A Royale with cheese. Quarter pounder with cheese. A Royale with cheese. Was was my go-to. Now, it's all because of the metric system. <laughs> now I'm a big fan of... Uh, I get the McDouble extra pickles. Yeah. Always extra pickles. I used to do the, the two cheeseburger meal a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so two more things. One is kind of relevant, and you guys will find out why. But in 1968, Richard Nixon is elected our president. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and finally, just for you, yes, you, for not me? them, but you, in 1968, Eagles fans versus Santa Claus. <laughs> Would you like to tell our friends the story of why Eagles fans threw snowballs at, at Santa Claus. Because Santa was terrible. <laughs> I wasn't there. Obviously. I wasn't there. My grandfather was. That's awesome. <laughs> and every time it gets brought up, every time, my grandfather, without a doubt, would go, Oh, that Santa was terrible. Every time. Now, mind you, I am tired. The nation, as a whole... Always brings up Santa Claus when talking about Philly fans. And Eagles fans even more specifically. They always talk about it. It's like, guys, that's generations ago. Let it go. The Eagles fans, current day, different fans. Doesn't matter that we're in the same lineage of family as them. (laughs) But, But there were Eagles fans who did not throw snowballs at Santa Claus, including my grandfather. There you go. Grandpa did not throw snowballs at Santa Claus. He couldn't reach. He made the snowballs for his friend. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> but yeah, no, uh, the, the the Eagles brought a Santa in, into the stadium because they thought it'd be fun because they were so bad. And this Santa Claus was even worse. So the fans, to show their frustration with both the organization and the Santa Claus, threw snowballs at him. Now, go. mind you, also worth mentioning, the, if you interview the Santa Claus that did it, he will admit, yeah, I was a really bad Santa yeah, and he will also admit it was the best day of his life. Yes, so, to, to go down as an so infant. You're welcome. There you go. There you go. There's your 15 minutes of fame, shitty Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a uh... yeah. Santa Claus was the thing <laughs> that happened. Uh, I love that my grandfather yeah. was there. I I saw that little tidbit looking up pop culture, and I'm like, well, I. Have to. The fact that it pops up in pop in, in pop, pop culture, culture is ridiculous. Yeah. Happened fifty years ago. Over fifty years ago. Fifty-five years ago. And let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. Oh, that's funny. That's really funny. Wow. I'm 
I didn't think I was going to rant about the Eagles today, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> uh. So, with that being said, that's 2001 A Space Odyssey. We've now seen it. We don't ever have to watch it again. Nope, and honestly, neither do you. Hon- honestly, honestly, do yourselves a favor. Find it on YouTube. Watch the middle section. Yeah. Watch how. That's worth something. Absolutely. The rest of it just looks pretty or makes you think too much. But if you want to, if you want something that has some sort of story happening, watch the middle section. There you go. And then after you do that, head on over to Facebook and Instagram yep. and find our podcast. It's the list we missed. Also on your favorite podcasting app. You can search the list we missed. You can find us and you can hear us talking about all the movies that you have probably already seen that we are just now getting to. Bye.